and go. Doug, what's up, my friend? How are you, brother? Going on. <laughs> so we got the sound all fixed up. How's everything uh, down in the Florida region? You? In yeah. the northeastern region. Yeah, it's it's way colder. It's already starting to get chilly outside. Uh, oh, sweet. You know, it's, it's cool. Um, I'll visit you soon. Yeah, please. Got a space. Well, actually, this this office would be your uh, your space if you stay with us. Done. I'm locked in. Groovy. So, you were just up here this week, weren't you? Well, yeah, I just missed the – I didn't stay for the um, boot camp, but I was there for the, the RTC nice. or one, a day and a half of it. What I missed, man? What was your big question? Uh, my question was just talking about some of the resources. Heidi and I have pivoted a little bit. So we talked about um, just sort of the resources that I, I have, she has, how to kind of blend it together. Um, yeah. You know, it's tough because we're, we're so different yet so similar at the same time and just finding the best way to capitalize on, on all we do and, and do it in a way that, you know, makes sense for everybody. Yeah. So in, in what manners? I know you guys do uh, coaching, right? Yeah. So sh her focus is mostly on dysfunctional uh, families, people who are, you know, deal growing up with ACOAs, narcissistic family, you know, parents and spouses and so forth. Yeah. Uh, so it's more about the, you know, sort of relational in the family side, whereas my focus is more on the, uh, intrapersonal and how to take your you know take your best to your business but also to your personal life and so forth so it's just finding a way to make that all work yeah all right so i know you guys are coaches uh so she's working more on the personal family side you're working on self-development it's like really like hey and business you like improving yeah business exactly uh, so how we really connected though is you're also in a real estate yes is that right <laughs> i'm uh i'm a little bit i'm growing um yeah Doing, doing what I can to uh, step it up. I'm looking to go, you know, go big. Yeah. So you do have a, a couple of rental properties right now, or you had one? Yeah, four doors. Four doors. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say four doors, though, you own them as single families. Yes. Yeah. I know. I know you multi guys uh, don't call that investing. It's a gamble. Oh, no, no, that's investing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just it's like to me that's. Uh, Four closings for four doors. It's it's a lot of closings. Right. Well, doors. and, you know, when I first started, my plan was to be a side hustle to do one or two a year. I wasn't thinking in, in bulk yeah. in short term. I was thinking it was a long game, right? So if every year I got one or two, got them paid off in the next 15 years or so as part of a retirement plan there, we got, you know, 20 doors paying, you know, a thousand, 1500 bucks a month. That's, you know, that's reasonable passive income. Right. Um, but now because the way things have changed and, and I'm starting to enjoy it and hanging out more with guys like you, I'm like, okay, I got to step up my game and do this a little, little smarter here. And, and just like you said, yeah, like it's, it, it takes the same amount of effort. It's just a different mindset. Right. So how did you get into it? So you, you just, it was just, you realized there was a retirement plan or do you have one? You decided to rent it out, but you like, how did you decide to rent the first one? Oh, it, that was my intention. The, okay. Like, so I always wanted to do it. And, and I, I guess like many people, we have that, that idea like, Oh, you know, it'd be awesome. Let's have some, you know, I'd like to have some real estate, right? It's never going out of style. There's and right. and all the most successful people I know, 
own real estate. And that's where they, even if they're doctors or lawyers or what have you, they're making their big money on real estate, not as a doctor, lawyer, et cetera. They use their money to leverage and buy real estate. So I always wanted to do it. And then like, I'm sure you've dealt with this with some of your clients or people you've worked with and even yourself at one point before you bought your first property, <laughs> there was always that, you know, that thought like, Oh, you know, that'll be nice. But yeah, you know, and then I just, uh, a few years ago, I just said, that's it. Right, we have to do it. Gonna do yeah. it. And once you decide, it's amazing how things start opening up. Like once I made the decision, I was like, that's it. Whatever it takes. I called my friend, uh, David Dweck, who's kind of, he's a great, great friend of mine. He's one of my best friends, but he's also uh, an investor, a hard money guy. Um, so he does a little bit of everything. And uh, so I called him up. I said, I'm ready. What do I need to do? And I just took his advice. I just like closed my eyes and I was like, dove in because he's like, it's good. Jump in. The water's good. Yeah. Just, just let's go do it. Let's go sell some real estate. It was, uh, that was kind of how you dove in. <laughs> Pretty much. He's, and I said, I'm ready. He said, okay. And like within a couple of days, he called me up. He said, okay, I have something. It's a good deal. It was actually a short sale that um, he was just really generous. He, he just passed it through. He made a little bit, but he said, I was going to buy it, but I'll give it to you. I'll just take a, a commission on the sale yeah. and just pass it through to me. And you know, that was, that was the beginning. What was interesting is I know we have that, we have our own fears, right? So we're kind of like, Oh, you know, what if this, that, or what have you, yep. but then I had to come home and tell my wife <laughs> like, Hey, we're going to do this. And she's like another yeah. mortgage. Right. And it's like, well, yeah, but it's not quite like that. I mean, it's, gonna pay for itself like it's not like i mean yes we owe it but it, we're gonna have a tenant right and we've had the same tenant and it's been she's been great and then uh so after the first one she felt a little better saw it was working and then about a year later it was like okay you know all right ready got it dave let's do another yep. and um he uh and i'm trying to remember why i did private money on that one because I was still working. I had a W-2, but right. I don't remember. I just, we did it with a HELOC and I did some private money. And yep. uh, the other one I did conventional. And then, um, so we did private on that and then it worked out great. And then done private, conventional, HELOC, a um, little hard money. So you've kind of mixed it around. You've done yeah. a couple of the, the really, you know, common strategies and some, some uncommon strategies. Yeah. And I guess what's so interesting is like, even when I talk to some of my friends, they like who I guess who are, I have guys like you who are friends who are like way past me as far as, you know, <laughs> um, your sophistication and, and what you know. But then other Aww. people, when I say like HELOC or, you know, private money or whatever, like they're like, what? Yeah. What is that? What is that? <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, you're right. Some people don't know. Um, so what is a HELOC? If you're to so somebody, the HELOC, yeah. Home equity line of credit. So essentially I took my, my first, my, my house I live in and yep. we had a bunch of equity in it. And I said, well, that's not serving us just sitting there. So took it out and used that to put, um, actually a little, little other thing yep. is part of that money with the HELOC I bought my car with. Oh, no um, because you can write off the HELOC. Right. Interest payments. You can't write off interest payments on a car. Right. So for the, anyone out there who's thinking of taking out a loan to buy a car, that's yep. another option, another strategy, because you don't have to, you'll get about the same rate, but yep. you, uh, you get to write it off. So it actually, it's better. 
um, I digress. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it's just little, little things. And um, so anyway, so I did, did that. And then um, now, since I don't, so that we got that house with that um, and we did the, so I did private money. I used the HELOC for the down payment and the, uh, any like updating it needed, the right. renovations, which wasn't much. Yeah. I think uh, bought it for 130 two or whatever and then put 15 into it and uh so we put it in ac uh painted everything you know like did did you know basic stuff and yeah getting, lipstick uh, you just put a little yeah, lipstick, lipstick on yeah, well, it wasn't pot. a lot of work yeah um you know floors they carpeted everything and and some floors but nothing crazy and uh we're getting fit got 1500 and now 1575 um nice. and the private money i got i got from uh from my dad at 5%. Nice. So, which is awesome. And I yeah. get to, I'm, re, I'm in the process of about to refi it because it's already gone up quite a bit. Yep. Uh, I'm going to refi that to use that to leverage to now do some flips or if I find a, a multi that makes sense to just, just for more cash. Right. Um, and then the other two that I got, I got with, with hard money. Yep. Um, and it, it just, it made sense. Obviously, it's a harder set of numbers to meet when you're borrowing at 10%. Um, <laughs> I've but borrowed now, at 16%. So you know what? 10's not that bad. You're borrowing at 16? I still have one mortgage that's a 16. Or actually, I think I paid it off. I think we still okay. have one at 14 now. Why why aren't you doing a a refi to get it down? So we'll refi that one. We will. Okay. They're multifamilies. We're holding them for a while. We we're thinking about flipping it. And then at some point we said, you know what? Let's just hold this thing. It's a four family. It's cash flowing. Uh, let's let's actually keep it. Um, it's got room to make a sixth unit, a fifth unit oh, on top. So, now in uh, where is that? This is Fall River, Massachusetts. Okay, so great. in Mass, can you uh, do you have to season before refining? Yeah, so you season two years. Two but years? Oh, we're only six months here. That's a cash out refi. So okay. to refinance in normal, yeah, six six months, three months. Okay, we can, can refi that way. Got it. All right. We were looking at doing a cash out refi, so we were, we were willing to wait a little bit longer. Got it. And actually, it's September is uh, the month we're able to do it now, so we just started uh, getting the ball rolling on it. Right on. Yeah, so that'll be cool. I, I'll be glad not to pay fourteen percent on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hundred thousand dollar note, so it's not that bad. The building pulls in uh, nearly three thousand a month, so it's, oh, yeah, it's not you're killing fine. us. Yeah. You're still um, cash positive, but but we'll see like four hundred bucks a month. So it's yeah, that's awesome. It's gonna be cool. <laughs> yeah, new leverage. So, yeah, man. Uh, so talking about the book, right? So when I started, I was exactly where you're talking about when you started, right? It was that first one was fearful. Um, so did you know I wrote a book, Doug? Did you did you see that? I was aware, but yes, I. Uh, <laughs> I love the, uh, yes, that was, that was very graceful how you brought that in. I love it. See that segue? Yeah. You wrote a book. Yeah. Do I have any? Yeah. I heard you wrote a book, man. I, I haven't got a copy. I got to send you a copy. We'll swap. We'll there swap. you go. Yeah. There it is. Under construction. Nice. And what, what is this one about? So this is essentially about breaking free from addiction and it's not just addiction to substances. Um, so it was interesting. My, in very short uh, terms, I, my first career was in music. Peak of my career is when Napster came out. So I had to reinvent myself. I ended up going on the road with Tony Robbins. I'm trained by Tony. I'm trained by the guys that train Tony. I'm a master practitioner and trainer of neuro-linguistic programming and neo-Ericksonian hypnosis. All right. So, so, so you and Tony Robbins are, are buds. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> he knows me. 
Right. I don't have his phone number. Um, All right. <laughs> but yeah, but when we see each other, it's like, yay. Um, but anyway, so I, when I was on the road with Tony, I ended up down in Florida living here and I needed a space to hold events. Uh, long and short of it is a friend of mine introduced me to a, a mutual kind of Tony world friend and like, yeah, he's got a space. I'm sure he let you use it. Yeah. So I did. And I went there. He had like a, an auditorium that held a couple hundred people. And um, it was a treatment center. And so I spoke there and I did my thing and he was like, whoa, this is, this is what's missing. This is what we need. What are your plans? And, you know, when I spoke to Tony, Tony's like, wait, you're going to work for me forever. The deal is like, we do this. You did for me what I did for Jim Rohn. So, you know, go, go do your thing. Yeah. So uh, I did. So I ended up working at the treatment center for my wife and I for uh, about eight years. Yep. And what we noticed was drugs and alcohol are not the problem, right? right. They become a problem, but they didn't start as a problem because once you take the drugs and alcohol out of the you know, like off the table, you're still back to where you were that got you in the mess in the first place. And so what that really boils down to is what people are addicted to are states, our emotions, our fear. Right. So as an example, I'm sure when you were first getting into real estate, it wasn't hard to find other people who were scared to take action and buy their first property. Right. So <laughs> it's still you, not hard to find those people. <laughs> right. Of course. So you could sit there and get addicted to that fear. Right. By hanging out with them all the time and worrying about what they think and, and basically get rewarded for not taking action. We're telling that story. It's too hard. The timing's not right. Money's. Too, I have no money. I have no time. I don't know what I'm doing. Blah blah blah. Yep. And hang out with people. We get addicted to it. It actually gets lodged in our n- nervous system. Yeah. So that's really what the book is about. Is about kind of looking at wherever you are, is a direct result of whatever you've been addicted to. Yep. What emotions? What story you've been telling? What strategies you've been running? You know, and so it's not about just substances. Some people get yeah. addicted to shopping. They get addicted to the internet, which is now in the DSM-5, which is a diagnostic uh, tool for insurance. No like way. You can go to a treatment center for addiction to internet. I, I'd say I have an addiction to buying real estate. So uh, Quality problem. It's been... It's been <laughs> that but, is a quality addiction, right? Right, right. However, of course... It, it would side. be an issue. Like we would need to do an intervention if other areas of your life were suffering. Right. Right. So All right, Doug, we're going to get a call after this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because my my romantic life. Let me tell you. I'm like I'm going to work right now. <laughs> oh boy. Are are you in a relationship? Nah, man. It, it's just so much easier not to be. Uh, but I don't want to put that negativity out there. So in fact, I'm taking that back. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> I would okay. say I'm in between. Uh, real estate purchases. And uh, when I finish this up, I'll get back on that train. Okay. Well, and so exactly. So that's the kind of coaching that I do is to work with people to find that balance, find, because right. it is possible, right? It's of course. once you make it a party, once you make a decision, you figure it out, but it does require awareness. It does require adopting, celebrate what works and add what's missing. So that would be, you know, if we were, you know, working together on that capacity, though, that would be the kinds of you know, direction we'd be going into is kind of look at what you're doing so well and then model that in other areas of your life. All right. So you're going to give me some dating advice. I'll give you some real estate advice. Well, there you go. this is how this relationship's going to go. You're going to be buying these big multifamilies. I'm going to have these beautiful uh, ladies on the side of me who are 
all about real estate purchases and <laughs> grabbing those <Yeah>. Lambos. <laughs> I love it. So, Indeed. dude, what do you got coming up next, man? Where, where are you going uh, next in life? What's the big goal you're working on right now? Now that you so, guys, you and your wife are kind of uh, figuring right. out like, your niches. Yeah. So what, what's happening is I, I took a, an opportunity, a summer gig with Tony Robbins because he lives here and there's an event coming up in Miami. The, the, so I basically took my old job back with Tony for the summer. Wow, and November 7th through 10th will be the, uh, the event. So Which one? What are the dates? November 7th through 10th, it's Unleash the Power Within. That's Tony's three-day, like his flagship event, like where okay. he does, we do the firewalk and all of that. Yeah. So what we're working on now is um, my program, which is the Freedom Hack for Life. So basically what that is, is creating the, the freedom to create the life that you desire, that you want to experience. And it's all about creating that rock star legacy. So when you think about rock stars, what do they have? They have the ultimate freedom to be themselves. They have freedom to travel, freedom to contribute, freedom. It's all about like having the ability, the opportunity to live that life. So we got to start with the fundamentals. So that freedom hack is the fundamentals. That program is rolling out uh, shortly. So it's a freedom hack for life, L-Y-F-E. And how do people find out about that? Is there a website or? Uh... Well, yeah, revolutionarygrowth.com will have that. And then we're going to rebrand the, that on there. But the tab is, is on there. You know, we'll be on there for, for now because that's the site that's already built. Definitely text that to me because I'm going to upload this to YouTube. So if anybody's looking for how to okay. get more about you, like I'll, I'll put that link in there. So it's easy to, to find. Wow. Thank you. So I saw, um, and it, I know you have a lot going on, so I want to hear all of it. But the other day I saw a video where you were walking on glass. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so that it's was not just, legitimate. Were you actually walking on glass? Yeah. That, so that's one of the, the breakthroughs that I do. So not only do I do fire walks you know, with Tony and we do our own, uh, I also do glass walks where it's not just me walking on it. I, that just happened to be the video that, that they sent me of, of me doing it. But it's, I just walk first to show people. Like, hey, you know, you're not going to die. Um, <laughs> but you are going to walk on glass. <laughs> but you are going to walk on glass, yes, in your bare feet. Uh, we do fire eating, uh, board breaking, um, the rebar bending, arrow bending with the neck. Like, I incorporate breakthrough experiences into, excuse me, all that we do. Because what it does is it creates an experience in your nervous system. Yep. Right. Because here's the challenge. Most people spend a lot of time installing negative patterns in their in their minds just by running the same thought over and over again. The fear, the the conversation, playing the pictures of things failing or, you know, I'm sure you've had heard this from people. I know with me, it started too, and it well-meaning people like even my mom. I'd be like, hey, mom, I'm doing, uh, you know, doing this you know, real estate thing. She's like, well, you know, I've, I've had. I've had rental properties before and you got to be careful with the tenants, right? Because, you know, if you don't, and, and just gives you the whole, and, and she means well, and she has owned oh, yeah. properties in the past and, and that's great. But then you hear that and you go, Oh, and I start running that in your head. Yeah. So by having one of these experiences, whether it's walking on glass or fire eating or, or uh, fire walking or board breaking, pin bedding, hour breaking, whatever it is, yeah. <clears throat> you actually create an experience in your body 
right. that gives you the opportunity to drown out any of those conversations and replace it with something you've done, like you've experienced. Yeah. You do right. it with other people and now you're creating a tribe of people who know that you're willing to do whatever it takes. So it's really about building momentum towards yep. your ultimate outcome of emotional, spiritual, financial freedom. I love it, dude. So I'm, as I'm listening, I just did board breaking. Um, we did Friday at, at Paul's event. Yep. And you know, you, you go through it. I'm like, ah, cry chop. I, no problem. I've done these a, a dozen times, but you, like, you see a little, little old lady frail, like, like mentally she's struggling. You're like, Oh, there's no way she's doing it. And boom, right through it. Like it's like, it's nothing. I'm thinking, because the first thing I heard when I started, I'm, it, probably the same thing is, oh, you're going to be plunging all these toilets. I'm thinking plunger break, right? We get the plungers out, the wooden ah. ones. <laughs> it's a little, <laughs> I don't know okay. if it works. So I, I, I don't know. I got to find, <laughs> I got to make sure these things aren't solid. <laughs> yeah. They, you'd probably find another strategy to do that. But right. yeah, yeah, there's <laughs> certainly some, something there for sure. But it's um it's absolutely true, man. So it's cool. So you walk on the glass. Um, what else you got coming up? You're you're doing this event with Tony Robbins. Uh, what else are you doing for your personal uh, coaching, your training? So Heidi and I have an event called Believe that's going to be in Delray Beach, Florida, the weekend of um, uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, nice. So that's going to be a three-day event? event. Pardon? Is it a couples event? It can be, but it's okay. it's not for couples. It's it's the two of us sharing, but really we're going to get into what it takes to transform your belief system, right? Because beliefs ultimately end up being everything, right? Because yeah. what Henry Ford said, if you believe you can or believe you can, either way, you're right. And it's so true. And that ties directly into your mindset, to what you're addicted to, to those stories that you tell, to the states that you've been habitually running. Right. So we're going to dive deep into that. So that's why it's called believe. But we're also right. going to get really pragmatic. It's also going to be like a uh, an event of practical spirituality so that we're really understanding how to utilize all the gifts that we're, we've been given to celebrate them and tap into them, right? Nice. The gifts of understanding on what we're possible, you know, what we're capable of, the environments that we create, the, the difference and how to utilize, you know, masculine and feminine energy, or, you know, in other words, you know, chaos and order, Right. right. So to, to really, Hold on. which one's chaos, which one? <laughs> well, feminine obviously is, is the chaos. And, <laughs> but that's not, and not in a bad way. It's just, okay, that just is, yeah. Yeah. And where, cause think about it. What do men do? What do we, we want to fix stuff. Right. Right. We just, we want that certain. Okay. You know, tell me, let me fix it. And women don't operate that same way. So, but if we just look at it from a natural perspective and it's not necessarily if we're looking at it and putting it in a pigeonhole of masculine feminine because we each have masculine and feminine within us. Right. So it's really understanding how to tap into it. And, you know, one of the things I, I do teach are uh, Tony Robbins six needs. And that's actually, you know, uh, part of the book and, and how to utilize it. And there are these two opposing needs that we must meet. And that's a need for certainty and the need for uncertainty. And it's that balance, right? How do you, you know, you, you jump out of a plane, that's very uncertain, but you do it with a parachute. And that parachute, if it's done properly, someone spent a lot of time and energy making sure that parachute is going to open, that it's in the, it's gonna, you know, like it's all 
right. So it's that, that juxtaposition of stepping into the realm of uncertainty with certainty to be able to, you know, go out and buy that multifamily property that's outside of your perhaps original comfort zone, but do it. No, hey, I can figure it out. Like I'm yep. going to, I'm going to do it. And that's the, the balance of those two energies, but you got to really have a deeper understanding and appreciation of it in order to successfully do it. So like that's, the, that's what the event's going to be. You know, it's a high level look at that event. And when is that again? The weekend of, um, uh, Valentine's 14th? day, Valentine's, Valentine's day. day yeah. In, uh, yeah. So it's, a, it's also our anniversary. So it'll be Valentine's day weekend, oh, nice. our anniversary. <laughs> And it's going to be at a really cool place in Delray. And if anyone's, you know, when they fly in, you can stay there. And yep. we're not making any money on the, you know, on staying there. You pay the, the rate that they have, but it includes food and it includes everything. And it's, oh, cool. it's actually, it's at a church, believe it or not. It's the back of a, of a church. So it's where like the priests were staying at one point. So it's beautiful, like beautiful grounds and a great room, a pool and, and all yeah. this stuff, but it's really private. So it's got a very cool vibe. That's pretty cool. It's pretty so wild, it's, man. Yeah. It's not just a, uh, that we're incorporating this practical spirituality. It, you know, it's kind of purposefully at this location as well. Yeah. Doug, this is great stuff, man. So anybody who's looking to find out about you, what's the name of the website again? Uh, so the two are Revolutionary Growth. Dot com and then Heidi's site is lovecoachheidi.com. Lovecoachheidi.com. I'll have to get Heidi on here at one point. We'll oh, yeah, you for guys sure. together. She's, she's not home right now, but uh, she'd love to. She's, you know, obviously a blast. Yeah, I see you guys every every morning doing the Instagram live, still killing it, still putting it out there. Uh, what is your Instagram handle? Uh, if people want to follow you on there, uh, Doug Six, D U G S I X. All right. Check this out here. Here's yep. what you guys could do. I don't know if you've seen this. If you text the word Doug, D-U-G, to the number 64600, yep. that will send, that'll send you a link to everything of, of ours. It'll be all my social, my email, phone number, um, websites, books, everything, all right there. So it's <coughs> a pretty cool uh, experience there. So it's text Doug to what number? D-U-G to what? Zero, zero. All right, shoot me a text with that too. I'll put that in the uh, in the link. Guys, Walter Murley, real estate mentor. Big thanks to Doug McGurk for jumping on. Phenomenal real estate investor and life coach and uh, just a really good friend. So Doug, I appreciate you, man. We'll, uh, Amen, brother. When I'm ready to settle down with a, a good girl, I'm gonna hit you up, I'll let you know. <laughs> It'll be our privilege. And oh, by the way, I'll be up there in, you know, in New York uh, this, this Friday uh, for the book signing on Long Island. Obviously you're not coming down, but. You know, I might, I might, oh, yeah, well, Friday or Saturday, because Saturday Friday, I'm running Friday the course. Night. Friday night, maybe. Yeah, show me some information on that, too. I'll put it all up. Okay. All right, brother. You rock. Cheers, man. Be Cheers. good.